Welcome to episode 163 of the Inner Fight Podcast, where I'm joined by the Inner Fight Coaches. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Fight Podcast. My name's Marcus Smith, founder of InnerFight.com. In this podcast, we talk to the coaches here at Inner Fight, tap their knowledge and get a few insights into their world and what they think about what's going on. No matter where you are in the world, thanks for tuning in. Let's jump right in. They're back. They're back again. Here we go. Coaches podcast. We're going to call this the Coach Cast. We're actually missing one of them. Missing. I'll introduce who we've got here. Phil Hesketh on my left. This time he's wearing a shirt. <laughs> Phil, how are we? Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> we'll talk about what you did a few weeks ago in a minute. It's not important right now. On my right, Larissa. We didn't, ah, used your English name. Should really yeah. use your Chinese one. Yuyan. What's Hi. up? Hi! <laughs> <laughs> totally cool. And missing is Matt Jones. Matt Jones last seen drinking a pint of Guinness in... Where is he? Ireland. 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 I mean, what, what he do doesn't you, know. Don't ask him. He doesn't know. Head of social media. What do you do? You go to a new country, so go absolutely. straight to the pub and order a pint of Guinness. And a half for your wife. I can't believe it. Straight on Instagram. <laughs> Straight on Instagram. <laughs> Ten minutes later. Folks, this is the Coaches Podcast. What we're going to do in the next 40 minutes is welcome you into our world, talk about the stuff that we talk about on a daily, weekly, minute, second basis, all the interesting stuff surrounding the world of fitness, stuff that we've seen come up and stuff that we think is going to come up. I want to speak about Phil first because he's done something extra, extraordinary. Yay! Oh... <laughs> He's got his own chair squad, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Now I've got a cough. Phil Hesketh, Athlete Games Champion 2015. How does it feel to have such a title? (laughs) Hey, tell us what went on there. Yeah, I won. Good. It was good times. <laughs> good times. Athlete Games, biggest competition in Europe outside of the CrossFit Games, arguably. Um, Individual competition, probably yes. Probably yes, some Although of the top I'm, guys yeah. as well, right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that there was people missing that that have entered in previous years, so it right. wasn't wasn't as close to regionals as it usually is. Um, but there's still I'm, a, I'm still I'm the, still happy with the win. Yeah, there was uh, probably six or seven European regional athletes there. So yeah, or, uh, and then a couple from the myself and another one from the Asia regionals as well. Who else was there from Asia? Uh, Uktu. Uktu from. Uh, Turkey. Turkish. The yeah. big Turkish nugget. <laughs> Mate. So it was good. It was uh, yeah. it was good good win. I wasn't even planning on going <laughs> about a week before. Yeah. And then asked you and you said, yeah, you might as well go. So. Might as well go. <laughs> and there we go. We yeah. Went and... Uh, Still managed to... See who's calling me in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Sultan Alakad. Actually, listens to the podcast. Head of ping pong. Head of ping pong. Listens to the podcast often. Is terrible at ping pong. And still, still managing to hide the money from uh, <laughs> the prize money from from Lil at the moment. But Are you? <laughs> you want a good bit of prize money there? We saw the check on on on, on Instagram. What do you intend to buy me? No. Oh. Just no. What about? Uh, he just he just bought me some breakfast though. Yeah, I bought oh, Larissa dude. breakfast. <laughs> I won't expect. Uh, I won't expect too much then. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you an omelet. An omelet. That's it. But mate, that's a that's a great effort, especially going into into the regionals. 
or open first. We should open. focus a little bit on the open. I don't really want to talk too much about the open. We're going to have an open specific show, which is going to be. What we're going to do is we're going to do it post the open workout of the week. Yeah, because that makes sense to absolutely no one what I've just said. <laughs> <laughs> so the open starts on the 27th of – first workout's released on the Thursday 26th. Dubai time is Friday the 27th of February. What we're going to do is we're going to let you guys go at the open, and we're going to have a little bit of an open review every week, 10 to 15 minutes, special podcast it's going to be released the following Thursday so that people can see what we thought of the Open and a few thoughts on that. We're not going to share any strategies because you'll have already done the workout. And who are we to tell you how to do a workout? Exactly. Larissa's got a topic. Coffee. Yes. <laughs> Mate, what? Everyone, everyone drinks coffee. Do they? Coffee. Except Justin Aaron's. Yeah, except Justin Aaron's. It seems Aaron's. like a CrossFit thing, doesn't it? Well, Is I it? don't think it's a CrossFit thing. I think it's a wake-up thing. Oh, so you're one of those people that has to have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's mentally. I think it's 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 part mental as well, but... I mean, I don't know. Is it a coffee culture? I mean, 10 years ago, Phil, you were still in primary school. I was like you seven. probably don't remember. <laughs> um, but, you know, 10 years ago when there wasn't all these coffee shops, what was what were people doing? That's always, that's always my thought. I don't know. Instant coffee? That Ew. stuff is gross. I know. Did anyone drink those three-in-ones? I did. I used did to. Yeah. I used when to I was them. when I was back in high school or was it uni, I used to drink those three-in-ones. Really? It's just easy. I didn't so have, instant I didn't coffee, have a... instant dairy, and instant sugar all yeah, in one. Very yeah. gross. I used to Disgusting. drink them when I was at Adidas. Actually, when when I used to work at Adidas, I, I used to. I remember I used to have one coffee a week. One coffee a week? Yeah, it was enough. No. <laughs> it's true. On a Thursday. And Phyllis, how much coffee do you drink now? Like three, one and three one, cold one an brew, triple triple cold brew at two we pm. Ha- yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> challenge. Like how late in the day? No, we shouldn't really promote drinking coffee late in the day. Phyllis, yeah. what do you reckon about coffee? I like it. I like it. I I, I just drink it because it's there though. I don't. If it wasn't I, there, it wouldn't matter. No, not really. Yeah, I I kind of I have it because it's like oh I need waking up waking up in the morning. I like the taste of it. And yeah, like the Nespresso. Yeah, I got an espresso machine. Just I kind of like those in, in the morning. In the morning, but one shot. It's not the. I don't. You don't feel really, like you have really, to have really it. care if it's there or not. Yeah, like, you know, I, I was kind of the same. Like when when I was away recently over Christmas in Bali, the coffee wasn't real good, and I went a few days without having a coffee, and I was like, "Yes, I'm not addicted." Do they have like, this like cat poop coffee? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really want to drink a coffee. The cup of coffee that the bean has been through a cat and he shat out the other end. Like, that wasn't really attractive to me, but everyone says it tastes really the good. What? So, the they got c- this coffee. coffee. It's called cat shit coffee. Yeah. So, the, 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 the cats eat the coffee bean and then, I think, is this right? Yeah, it's right. Yeah. So, it's supposedly, it goes through their digestive system and somehow it processes and only shits out the best beans. Yeah, yeah. So, the, 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 but that's the thing. If something's like, good, so I, sound I like digest it. did that for a joke. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. But it's, it's huge. Like, when I was going over there on AirAsia, it's like all advertised on the, on the uh, overhead storage bins on the airplane and, and stuff. And they're crazy, they, bloody the expensive. The, the, the picture is advertising this cat picture. just squeezing one out. <laughs> no. Like, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> they, shoot, they show you a video as well if you go to their their farm yeah, yeah. Graphic. but I, I, I we didn't actually have any and we're, we're in the hotel and the coffee wasn't that great and i didn't have any for a few days and actually felt okay i, I think 
I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think a lot of it is like, let's meet for a coffee, let's go for a coffee. And I think if you, if you are having meetings and stuff, you can have up to, like, I've worked with a few people that have had up to like six to eight coffees a day because everywhere they go, they have a meeting, they have a coffee, and they have six to eight coffees a day because they have six to eight meetings a and day. And how does that affect your sleep? Well, yeah, exactly. You know, and, 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 and this is the thing, that, that joke aside of having coffee and strong coffee after three o'clock, like, if I have a, a strong coffee after three o'clock, like, I cannot sleep, you know. It's it's tough. I go to bed at eight because I'm 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 a loser. But you know, it's, old man. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's. So it, does Phil. Yeah. But do we, do we feel that the need for coffee? I mean, what about okay? What about before pre workout? What's your thought on that? Like I, coffee pre workout. I mean, let's go back to what coffee is. Coffee is caffeine. Caffeine is an energy stimul- stimulant, diuretic as well. It essentially makes you go faster. We drink a coffee now and then check the pulse. Your pulse, your body will be going faster. So I actually, if people are having coffee before they work out, as a lots of people have different stuff as a workout, pre-workout stimulant, I think coffee is not a bad thing at all because a lot of the other pre-workout stuff has so much other junk in it. Yeah, Phil, like you, a you know that. Or <laughs> <laughs> where's Johnny Boy? Johnny Boy knows all about pre-workout. <laughs> yeah. Pre-workout and a coffee, and then halfway through the workout stops because he's got cramp. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the dehydration. Thing. Yeah, this is the thing as well. I, we're seeing that in caffeine, too much caffeine, dehydration. You have two coffees in the morning. Don't drink much water. How's your pee? Super yellow. <laughs> Super stinky. stinky. Yeah. <laughs> stinky. <laughs> Asians. <laughs> <pee>. My smells. <laughs> hey. Who this guy? <laughs> I have no idea, mate. No, nobody ever said Asians are stinky. Uh, sneaky. Sneaky. <laughs> Asians are sneaky. Asians apparently. are not very sneaky. We shouldn't be nasty to Asians. There's a lot kicking around. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's it's I my honest thoughts on it. I don't know what you guys think. Two cups a day. If you, you know, one of the things is people say, I'm feeling tired, I'm going to have a coffee. Like, that's the worst thing you can do. The, your, your, your cortisol levels are high, more exactly. caffeine, more cortisol stimulation. That's the biggest, biggest problem. And we, we, we're using it as a, as a constant stimulation to, you know, to, to, to get out of that hole. If it's for taste, if it's for passing time, if it's for pre-workout, I'm pretty happy with two cups a day. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. Speaking of cortisol levels, though, like, yeah. what, do you, what do you think of, so say, like you said, it increases your cortisol levels. Mm. What about a post-workout coffee? Yeah, I'm, I'm not happy with a, with a workout. Uh, I'll start that again. I'm not overly happy with coffee directly after a workout um, because it's, your body just needs other things then uh, yeah. opposed to coffee. So I, I try and, you know... Sometimes, I'll be honest, sometimes I'll have a coffee after lunch and, and I work out before lunch and, like, and I'll have a coffee at 2.30. Um, but yeah. generally, I... I think I, that's okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to try not to have it too close and I'm trying not to have coffee directly after working out. Phyllis, you've gone in phases of what you actually put in your coffee. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> Milk. Dairy. Dairy. Here comes Mohammed Kasim. Maybe we could get him on the show quickly. This Say is a, hi. This is a guy that's lost a hundred, almost a hundred kilos. Don't get him talking. Why not? <laughs> takes a while to get him. Takes to stop. a while. <laughs> Here he is. Um, so, mate, you you've you've often gone with uh, with dairy only because the the milk in the UK is a lot nicer. Yeah. Like yeah. when I first, I used to drink 
a lot, a lot of milk when I was at, at home. Yeah. Like every every protein shake was usually milk and then coffee, and then just drinking it just by the glass, just because it tasted good and yeah, I liked it. And yeah. then I got here and it just tastes horrible. Yeah, the old, milk here. There's camel milk here. There is camel milk. I bloated. It was horrible. Once. Terrible. So not yeah. happy with I the camel like milk either. No. no, no. I mean, I'm generally not happy with dairy. We, you know, as 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 we as we advise to to most people, the milk in the UK is quite a bit different. But it's still our ability to digest it is still absolutely retarded. We're we're unable to do it. Um, but that's what the reason why I asked. What about those nice syrups that you can get? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they make it taste real good. <laughs> well, that's where I'm coming to next. The 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 the. The sort of what else we put into that, and I did a I did a little calculation that the average person has two to four cups of coffee a day, and in those cups of coffee they have one to two spoons of sugar. So if you take two spoons of sugar in three cups of coffee a day, two by three, this guy's getting naked in our room. He's <laughs> 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 taking his dish dash off because it weighs one kilo. Uh, this is probably the most interesting podcast we've ever had. <laughs> Don't worry about the wire. Um, yeah, so you, you're ingesting another six teaspoons of sugar a day that you simply just you just don't need. Um, measuring your weight. <laughs> Mohammed is now doing his body analysis. <laughs> it's all going on. Mate, we want, we want your result. What does it say, kilos? Better than before. Better than before? What is it? <laughs> what is it? One Ooh. zero two point five. That is better than before. Last better. time it was one zero three. I buy him. What are you going to buy him, mate? A buy him, I'll, give it, I'll give him like some of my my t-shirts and stuff when he weighs less than me. <laughs> when he, well, I thought you were going to buy him a um, buy him a new a, a new latte new caramel macchiato latte with extra syrup. He's yeah. trying to play with the I machine now. But the biggest problem that we're seeing is what what goes into all of these coffees. And obviously, mm-hmm. you know, all the chains are are marketing them as extra flavory. I remember the first time Starbucks brought out the toffee nut at Christmas. Everyone was like completely crazy for it. It's good. It tastes so good. It's bloody good. good. Yeah. It's so good. What was that one that Holly had in Korea? Sweet potato. Sweet potato. One. What? Yeah. It was just syrup, though. <laughs> I heard in I heard in Korea they have this like sweet potato juice or something. This was yeah. Like it's probably made from the same syrup. But if it's sweet potato, it means it's paleo, right? So well, yeah. But if it's <laughs> the sweet side and, and stuff, that's a good segue though. We'll hit paleo in a minute. But generally, what do we want to see on coffee? No more than two, max three cups a day. And if you're having it, have it black. Also, one thing I want to throw out there is please do not drink coffee at the chains. I'll name them. Starbucks, Costa, Nero, all that junk. It tastes like crap. Once you start having better coffee, more of perhaps an organic roast and something that's actually not so big and commercial, you'll really notice the difference. Hunt out the smaller coffee shops, not so much in Dubai, but definitely in in, in other cities. Dubai, raw coffee is absolutely awesome. It's what we use here at the gym for anyone who wants to pass by and have a coffee. Mohammed needs help. Mail. What about what about what are your thoughts on bulletproof coffee? Yeah, this that, that's quite a good one that we, we we haven't come to. I've played around with bulletproof coffee. Uh, for those that don't know, come on, Mohammed, you've used this machine a hundred times before. Yeah, it'll work. We'll sort it out. Um, bulletproof coffee is MCT oil, mid chain triglycerides. Coconut oil is a is a more diluted flavor, along with a grass-fed butter, which essentially, when I have it, it's like rocket fuel. What, what we're doing here with, with, 
with bulletproof coffee is just a ton load of a ton load of fat for energy. So instead of having the sugars in it, we're having the fat in there. I like it. The only problem I had is that when I was blending it, it often jumped out the top of the blender. Because it's, it's butter, the dairy made the whole house smell. So Holly kind of put the kibosh on it. <laughs> if you can successfully make it. I, I think it tastes really good. It tastes delicious. It's, um, just because of the butter. Yeah, because of the butter. So again, we have to be a bit careful who uses it. But I've used it quite, quite a while. And when you have the MCT oil, which is obviously a higher concentration of coconut oil, great fat, mid-chain triglyceride fat, you know, you're in, you're in good business. So... Yeah, I'm pretty cool with that. Two cups a day, though. No more than three cups a day. No milk, no sugar, black, raw, organic, the best quality coffee. Become a, I, I think it's okay to become a coffee snob. If the coffee's not good quality, there's, like Phil said, he doesn't really need it. Probably no need to drink it. Mm. Let's go to paleo. You paleo. Paleo. <laughs> paleo or paleo? Paleo. Paleo. How does Yen say it? Paleo. Paleo. Yen's called it Paleo. <laughs> organic Yen's, and we'll go to organic in a minute because he made me angry this week and I need to speak about him. Organic Yen's calls it Paleo. Phil, definition of? <laughs> so on the spot. <laughs> Can't get it. Caveman diet. Same there. or different? Is it? It's pretty much eating like what people used to eat back in the old Stone Age days. Agree. I'm going to come back to it straight off the printer, straight off the press. Muhammad Qasim now weighs 102.5 kilos. He has 44.1 kilograms of muscle. When you started, you had 46, and you're 197 kilos. So what happened here is very low muscle wastage. Do you have big biceps? Little bit. Little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never had someone just walk in when we're recording a podcast. It's quite good fun. And he has 23.5 kilograms of fat left. That's all. When this gentleman started, which was on the 1st of April 2014, for those of you who have not seen or heard about him, he had 80.8 kilograms of fat. That was the first day he walked into our world. 80.8 kilograms of fat. He's now got 23.5. At that stage, he weighed 164 kilos. He now weighs 102.5. Full power. Exactly. But that's not what really matters. What really matters is the difference between his last test on January the 11th, and since then, he's lost another kilo and a half. Well done. Work. Good work. I'm glad you've put your clothes back on. <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah, you can leave now. Let's go back to paleo and what that is all about. Larissa said it, caveman. Let's get up here the definition. He's left half of his clothes in here. Muhammad, you've left half of your clothes, buddy. Paleo diet, a diet based on the types of food presumed to have been eaten by early humans consisting chiefly of meat, fish, vegetables, and fruit, and excluding dairy or cereal products and processed food. So, that's what paleo is. So, what, what we're seeing is, is more, more basic food. Wikipedia, paleo diet, so probably referred to as what Larissa said, the caveman diet, Stone Age diet, 
or hunter-gatherer diet is a modern nutritional diet designed to emulate insofar as possible using modern foods. The diet of wild plants and animals eaten by humans during the Paleolithic era. Phyllis? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so quiet about the paleo diets? It's not my speciality. It's not your speciality. <laughs> I like carbs. <laughs> I mean, essentially for, for, for folks that are not understanding those definitions or it's not making sense, what we're seeing here in, in paleo eating is, no, like you said, no carbs, no sugars, or no refined sugars, no processed food, and no dairy. What's the problem with that? It doesn't... I don't know. I like the taste of the... Uh, <laughs> the, the sugars and the carbs. <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, doesn't everyone? Yeah, but... <laughs> I don't have that good willpower. I don't know. It's if just, you perform... Uh, I mean, if you perform and look like Phil, I don't think it, you should worry about that, but... Do you like the way Phil looks? No! I mean... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, for general public. Yeah. I'm gonna... Oh, yeah. It's it's good. I like I like the diet itself. It's it's good for um, for fat loss. I'm not 100 percent convinced that it's the best thing for uh, athletic performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is what I'm going for. <laughs> Probably the pancakes that I ate last night isn't the best thing for that either. But yeah. gotta try and find a balance. But is it is or isn't it, mate? I mean, you know we. I think a lot of this comes back around to one of probably the most famous examples, uh, Michael Phelps, 10,000 calories a day. And literally, yeah. I, I have actually tried to get over 5,000 calories a day through paleo eating. It's very, it's very really, challenging. Yeah, it's hard. You know. But, you know, let's split this into two different things. 75, 80% of the people that we see are not gunning for performance. People, no. you know, I know you've got CrossFit goals. I've got some problems with running. You know, there's different things going on there. People that there's there's a clear line here between performance and weight loss and healthy healthy living. Really, I mean, Larissa, you, you see you see some some people, some some big guys. You've got some big clients on on on, on your role at the moment. Yeah. You know, that kind of person, paleo eating is is or the paleo style is. It's pretty much perfect, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's really hard nowadays to eat completely strict paleo just because of how we've evolved. Um, I mean, society these days, you, you, you're you not going to just actually go out and run after animals and shoot them or, you know... Why like not? Spear, okay. Put a spear through them now. Nah. <laughs> okay. I don't think you're going to do that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's just... It, I mean, in that sense, like, it's, it's hard to be completely strict paleo, and obviously there are other temptations as well, and you have social laws and et cetera, et cetera. But um, for weight loss goals, obviously, you know, like, we know that um, carbohydrates is, is the immediate source of energy that we go to whenever we, yeah. um, we're trying to burn energy. We're trying to burn fat. Um, we don't, we don't want to have that carbohydrate source yeah. so immediate to for for your body to use as fuel so then we can actually get to the fats in your body to burn them yeah exactly i mean this is this is the thing as well a lot of stuff that's let's say the stuff that's not within what paleo suggests is pretty bad for your body right on a long-term basis we we agree with that right you know we're we're looking at sugars we're looking at we're looking at high glycemic carbs. We're looking at dairy and all this stuff. So if we're looking for longevity, if we're looking for sort of sustained health in life, then 
the the theory behind paleo or paleo is is pretty solid. Will you agree with that? Jonesy would say it gets you ripped. Jonesy is incredibly skinny. <laughs> Jonesy has what, like three percent body fat? Three or four percent body <laughs> oh, fat. Oh gosh. No, what's, I think it's what, six. What's, what's his name? Gr- Groot. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I and we'll talk about performance, but I think for the for the general public, whose goals, I mean. It, it's, a, it's a generalization, but that's why I've called them the general public, whose goals are to look good, feel good, look good naked, perform well in various different areas. A paleo-style diet is excellent to stay away from carbohydrates, starches, processed stuff, processed stuff and dairy on a daily basis is, is, is absolutely fantastic. Um, if, like Phil, last night, you want to... Mohammed's back. You want to occasionally indulge in, in something... In, uh, now he's taking a selfie of us all. <coughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Can't quite focus it. There we go. We're all in there. <laughs> Excellent. You know, it's on, on, on a, for longevity. And, and this, is, this is what we, we, we really want is we want to develop habits for people that can last, that can last, that are, are sustainable. Exactly. That weight loss is sustainable. We see a lot of people that rebound their weight loss. They'll, they'll maybe lose 15, 20 kilos and they'll gain 10 it's probably, yeah, I think it's a good point. To, it shouldn't really be called the paleo yeah. diet. Yes, correct. Diet some, like, implies that it's you know, something you do for a, a, a month or so. And yeah. Quick fix. It's not really. It needs to be more of a, a lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle. Change, lifestyle exactly. change. Yeah. Um, Agreed. It's not something that you do it for two months and you hear it quite a lot. Like, how long do I have to follow this diet for? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, long, how long? Yeah. And, Ever. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. How, how long do I have to feel awesome every day? Yeah, oh, just oh. change your opinion on, <laughs> on what is and what isn't yeah. good food. Uh, absolutely. What were you going to say? I mean, once you, once you get used to it, like I, I never used to eat healthy. I used to think that cereal is healthy. I used to think that, you know, eating oat bars are healthy. Cocoa Pops. Cocoa yeah, Pops. Yeah, those I thought were so healthy. What's the one snap, crackle and pop Rice Krispies? Rice Krispies and Fruit Loops. Ooh, Fruit Loops. You are. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'll I'll pick your wife up so that you don't have to if you don't want to sound like a (laughs) sauce. But anyone that a lot of the time with the diets, you think, oh, it's so boring. It's so boring that the you know all I'm eating is like a chicken breast and vegetables or something as as my paleo diet. Like, but some of the stuff on on the recipes and things like that, that I know that sort of the two weeks that I stayed at your house (laughs) when I first got here and I with just some of the best food I've eaten, you can be extremely creative. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Holly's, Holly's incredibly creative with what she makes. And com slash food. It takes, uh, it takes just as so much effort. As, yeah. Uh, it's not more expensive. That's another thing that people think it's so expensive. Yeah. Like, it's, it, 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 I guess it is marginally, uh, but, you know, this, this was an argument. I remember I was, I was at a course once and a guy from the UK and we were talking about food and he was like, I can buy a pizza in Tesco's in the UK for 99p. He said, if I was going to go and get some steak or fish or chicken, some broccoli and sweet potato, it would cost me about 10 pounds. He said, I've got two kids and a wife. He said, we're doing okay, but we're not setting the world on fire. He, he, he was a fitness guy. It was a fitness course. He was like, you know, what am I supposed to do? It's one meal would be I could get 10 meals for what I'm going to pay for one meal for myself. So it's kind of like... But then, that, it's pri- then you look at priorities. You've got to look at what else he's got exactly, going on in his life. Exactly, mate. Exactly. And, and what? The, you see a lot of times 
people they might complain about the food and things like that. A, a typical person could be complaining, and then you look a little bit more into their life, and you find out that they go to, uh, especially in Dubai, yeah. they, go, they go to a brunch once a week. Yeah. Maybe they smoke. How yeah. much is that costing you? Smoking incredibly expensive. Just to go to one of the brunches is what yeah. six hundred dirhams, yeah, exactly hundred hundred English pounds. Yeah, like okay, well there's. A, a big food shop spent right there. I agree with you. You know, and, and I think we've all seen it. You know, people people pull up in a flashy car, beautiful beautiful suit, nice shoes, and and rolling in my Hyundai twenty. Yeah, you know, and and, and but that 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 are sacrifices. The you know, what does that car really get you, and what does that suit really get you? And, and we can we can sit and argue for days here, but people and 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 this is really my point, and that's why I bring up the the ninety nine p pizza is you know. You can eat 99p pizzas and you can eat them for the next 10 years and then you'll die, you know, or you'll become obese and, you know, your insides will be killing you. You won't feel good every day or you can choose to make sacrifices in other areas, you know, and, and I do understand that some people don't have the choice, but you're absolutely right, Phil. You know, people spend a lot of money on different holidays. We see a lot of it here, people going out indulging in alcohol, which, you know, that's great once in a while. I don't really have a problem with that, but it's like we have to make these choices and, Sometimes the food is slightly more expensive. Often it's not, but sometimes it, 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 it is, but it's going to make you feel super good every day. Um, one, one thing that's interesting, and, and, and actually Organic Yen sent it to me recently, there was, there was a, a lady on a TED Talk talking about the, more the science behind paleo. Actually, maybe some of our ancestors did eat different things maybe they did eat some grains maybe they did eat some legumes and stuff and 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 that's all cool i'm not i'm not really keen and i, I don't care about the history and the, the 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 background too much and to argue with people what we do know is 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 proven is that if you stay away from carbs if you reduce sugars and if you stay away from dairy you will live more healthily and i think that's really the bottom line you said it as well phil it's it's not it's not that it's the paleo diet and you're on a diet. It's just you choose a way of living and the easiest way to explain it to everyone. That, that's what I say to people. More people are, are understanding what paleo is. You know, I, I, I'll say I eat a large percentage of a paleo-style diet because then people can resonate with it. But, yeah, if people want to argue about really the background of paleo, then go ahead and argue. I'm not really interested. I mean, it all comes down to, like, different nationalities as well. Say, like, for, for Asians, for us. Um, you love I'm, rice. I'm from, exactly. Well, <laughs> and, and, it, and it stems from, well, I love rice, but Phil loves rice, too. Phil likes sushi as well. Oh, Sashimi? Well. Sushi! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, I mean, I I've, love I've read... Rice. Good. You like it. It's good. Okay. It's good. Rice exactly. Good. We we all agree. I okay. Like rice. It's good. Exactly. So I, like I mean, ice cream. I mean, come on. Let's not lie. <laughs> no, but for different different cultures, say for for us, yeah. um, little Asians, we. <laughs> we're nuggets. Am I supposed come on. to laugh? <laughs> no. Okay. Serious stuff. So yeah. yeah, very serious. Um, I've read a book about it before, and I I don't remember the name of it, but I'll try to find it. Look That's it up. Not very helpful I'll, to the listeners. Uh, is it? I'll I'll send I'll I'll Lauren post it Cordain, on the Paleo for Athletes, Rob Wolf's book, all good books for Paleo. What's the one you read? <laughs> no, so this book talks about different. Um, if you're from a different background, say, yeah. um, I'm Asian. I grew up with rice, and yeah. that actually my digestive system actually digests rice easier than say for you guys if you guys yeah. didn't grow up with rice correct um but so we're, I mean, we're more shredded than you are i'm a girl and 
That's different. Okay. I need I need the fat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think I, I I think you're right. I think and and this is one of the biggest you know for people that are trying to debunk or or, or take down this organic uh, this paleo stroke caveman living. They they do refer to Asia a lot and they say, well, look at Japan. I think Japan's a great example. All all the sushi that they eat, their cancer rates are super low. Their heart disease rates are super low, and they're like, well, rice can't really be that bad. And you know, it's a fair point, right? Yeah. Maybe their bodies are different. Your, your body's Everybody, different. Everybody's made different. Let's go from paleo to organic. And let's not upset organic Jens and his new... We love you, Jens. And his new vending machine that's, that, that's, that's nicely in our gym. That stocks potato chips. It's, that's the intro package. It's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're refining what he's got in there. Phyllis... Define organic for us. You give me all the different. <laughs> 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 Why not? <laughs> I want to include you. I don't want. I don't want you to feel uh, on your own. I don't, organic. I don't know. You got. A, you got a laptop. You're cheating. <laughs> Here, right. you. Google. Here you go. Gone. Someone's got what? A re- what the real definition of organic is? Have you got it? Larissa's all over it. Organic. What's the real definition? It's basically without pesticides. I mean that that that, that's what that's what the layman definition is. What does Wikipedia say? Organic foods are produced by organic farming. (coughs) Cheers. Currently the European Union, United States and a lot of other countries require producers to obtain a special certificate in order to market foods such as organic within their borders. Organic food is produced in a way that complies with organic standards set by national governments. While the organic standard is defined differently in different due restrictions, that's very interesting. So UAE organic could be very different to a UK organic. Essentially what we're seeing is that they are not using synthetic pesticides. Chemical fertilizers are not allowed. Although certain organic approved pesticides may be used under limited controls, in general, organic foods are not processed using irradiation, industrial solvents, or synthetic food additives. But really, how organic is organic? Like That's a good question. You're very deep. I mean, if you go to a farm in, I don't know, anywhere around the world, yeah. your square of farm, you might not use any pesticides in your square of farm. But what about the farm next to you? They yeah. might be using pesticides. And yeah. soil and water, they all connect to each other. Exactly. So, I mean, essentially, you're using pesticides from your neighbor's farm. Absolutely. And I, I think one, the, the easiest way to sum up or, or, organic is, okay, we understand that, yeah, you're right. In your farm, you're not using pesticides. What's happening in the transportation of that food? Often, proper organic resellers are ensuring that nothing is happening at that time. But as Organic Jens constantly says, just because it's organic doesn't mean it's healthy. You know, in, the, in organic stores, they sell chocolate. In organic stores, they sell pizzas, which are, have loads of wheat in them. In organic stores, they sell all sorts of sugars. In organic stores, they sell oats. They sell rice. They sell dairy. They sell all of the stuff that we're kind of, you know, we're saying in, our last, in our, that last topic there, paleo, that, that we want to stay away from. So, and, and I think this is one of the biggest problems as well. It's like, it's the biggest criticism I, I, I see or the biggest contradiction, should I say. You know, you see a big guy or a big girl 
pushing a trolley around an organic supermarket loaded with organic potato chips, organic pizzas, organic chocolate, and thinking that they're doing themselves, their families, a big favor, and they're eating super healthy, and they're probably not. No. True? True. I mean, yeah, like, organic doesn't equal paleo. Organic doesn't equal paleo. Price-wise, though, organic, we often see it a lot more expensive. Correct. Because of the processes. Phil's going to say something. (laughs) He's still saying no. Yeah, we often see it a lot more expensive and, I mean... Yeah, if, if, if again, if you want your food without pesticides, then I guess you have to pay for it. The processes are a lot are a lot more expensive. Do you shop much at organic, Phil? The pork section's good. Pork section's good. It's real good. Lunch is not too bad. He, he oh, we went there for breakfast this morning. <laughs> there we go. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Good spinach omelette. We'll save. We'll save spinach omelette. It was good. Spinach omelette. We'll Summer. save the pork topic. And should we? Shouldn't we be eating pork and bacon for another podcast? I think. I think that's a. That's an interesting. Oh. Oh, see, oh. Yeah. it's tasty. It's so tasty. It's so organic, good. Organic brownies. Organic brownies. They are good. Wasn't that what Holly organic had an argument brownies. with the guy about the brownies that they had too much sugar in them and didn't taste very nice. They taste it. They taste amazing. Yeah, they taste real good. They might have quite a lot of sugar. They've got actually. loads of sugar, yeah, but it's organic. They taste good. It's what organic. if it's maple syrup instead of sugar? Agave but it's not. Syrup. But it's not. In their store, it's not. It's sugar. This yeah. is the thing. And, and in so many organic stores, it's just organic sugar. It's just sugar that hasn't been treated with pesticides. And that, mm-hmm. this is the biggest thing. If people didn't use these refined sugars, if they used sugar substitutes, dates, agave, agave, a little bit of contradiction research mm-hmm. about, but maple syrup or dates, honey, this kind of stuff, I, I don't think we'd have as much of a problem. But mm-hmm. still, the problem that we see is that people go and eat a truckload of it. These yeah. brownies are organic. Phil eats a whole tray. I mean, <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> Whatever is in the fridge, Phil's like, yeah, what's that? Who's that? Uh, nobody, nobody says anything. Keep Phil goes, stole <laughs> Natalie's <laughs> brownies yesterday. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> they were just sitting Every, there. Everyone <laughs> should know. <laughs> everyone no, should know. Natalie. I asked you, and you said they weren't yours, so I ate them. Because <laughs> you're the only person that gets all upset when I eat. I don't think she was too happy. No, she said it was fine. She asked for feedback. I said they were good. She was happy. Natalie is our assistant here. Makes the whole place work. She does all of the work. She makes sure we get paid on time. She makes sure the clients come to class. Sometimes. She does everything. And And now she makes me brownies. It's good. (laughs) She kindly cooked her sister. Her sister... Some zucchini brownies, which you can find over on NFI.com, another one of Holly's recipes. And, Phil, you ate one. Two, you, three minutes. I don't know. <laughs> half of the amount that was in there I ate. She put them in the fridge in a big tub and you ate half the tub. So when she went to give them to her sister, <laughs> who is actually one of your clients, <laughs> you'd already eaten half of it anyway. That's the way it goes. Just because it's paleo doesn't mean you have to eat all of it. I was just... If I ate it, it meant she didn't eat as much. It's good. Very true. Sharing. Sharing is caring. Helping out my clients. That's a lot, a lot there about food. Folks, if you do have any questions, chuck them in the comments section, or you can get hold of any of these guys by sending an email to winningitinafight.com. If you want to ask Phil about where the best pancakes are in town or where Larissa likes to eat rice, then they would be more than happy, I guess, to, <laughs> to show you the way. To show you the way and, and, and maybe even hang out with you at, at those various different places. We're pretty much out of time. 
That is the Coaches Podcast. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another Coaches Podcast telling you what's up, what we have found, and our different opinion. Of course, if you have any questions, just mail us, winningandfight.com. We'd love to answer some questions. Hopefully, Skinny Jones will be back for the next podcast, and he will definitely, definitely like to answer any of your questions. So if you do listen, no matter where you are in the world, if you listen in, please send us some questions. We'd love to answer them, and we'll hack through some more subjects next time. Phyllis, thank you, sir. No worries. Yunyan, let's uh, go have uh. some rice. You, you Yan. <laughs> there you go. Can't get it right. Let's go have some rice. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Sushi. Sushi. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast, folks, and I do hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks also to the coaches for joining us. That's going to be a more frequent feature. And if you do have any questions for the coaches for up-and-coming podcasts, mail them to us directly, winning at innerfight.com. If you have any questions regarding this podcast, same mail address, or you can drop them over on the post, innerfight.com slash podcast 163. Until next time, folks. Please take care.